0: Good afternoon and welcome 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 back to the next installment of the Midnight Gang. (laughs) So I'm going to read two chapters today because they're not very long ones. So we have chapter 43 and 44. So are you ready? Yes, great. The chapter 43 is called A Wall of Black. Ah! (laughs) cried the boy as he slid at speed down the laundry chute. Tom had leaped in at the top floor and it was an awfully long way down to the bottom. 44 floors in fact. It was pitch black and as he slid, he realised he was gathering speed at an alarming rate. At the bottom of the chute, a small square of light became visible in the darkness. This became bigger and bigger, and Tom realised he was travelling through it and falling through the air. No, he cried. Thud! The boy landed in the huge basket of laundry bags in the basement. (gasps) He breathed a sigh of relief to still be alive. Then, with some difficulty, Tom scrambled out of the basket and disappeared off into the darkness of the basement. Right now, he desperately needed somewhere to hide. His headmaster might still be on the top floor, but very soon... Half of the hospital would be looking for him. Tom dashed past the laundry room. Too noisy. Then he passed the freezer room. (gasps) Too cold. Then he passed the storeroom. Oh, too spooky. Tom stopped Dead still for a moment, in the distance, the boy could hear the sound of footsteps. The sound was becoming louder and louder. Whoever was down there with him was moving closer and closer. It sounded like an army. Light from torches bounced off the walls. Tom could make out the shadows of dozens of nurses coming towards him. In desperation, Tom tried to open a door. Locked! Another! Locked! And another! Oh, my goodness, locked! As the shadows grew closer, a wave of panic washed over the boy. Thomas! It was Matron who was leading her army of nurses through the basement. We know you must be down here. That nasty little boy is in a great deal of trouble, said the headmaster, who Tom could just make out in the darkness, running alongside the matron. Sharper! Sharper! Shadows bounced off the walls of the basement at all angles, making it seem as this as if this army was coming at Tom from all sides. Tom tried turning the handle of one last door. Click. It opened. Inside it was pitch black and Tom felt scared. He took a deep breath and stepped in, closing the door behind him. A wall of black. All the boy could hear now was his own breathing. Yet he sensed that he was not alone. Hello, Tom whispered. Is anybody there? In the shadows, the boy saw a pair of eyes staring back at him. Ah! screamed the boy. Chapter 44 is called Home. Shush! came a voice out of the gloom. A match was struck and the unmistakable outline of the porter's face was lit up by a burst of light. Ah! Tom breathed a sigh of relief at seeing it was his friend. The porter lit a candle and the room flickered into view. What are you doing down here? demanded the boy. "'This is where I live,' slurred the man. "'It's my home.' "'But I thought you were sacked.' "'I was, but I had nowhere else to go. "'Now, what are you doing down here?' "'I'm hiding,' replied the boy. "'Who from?' "'My headmaster and matron and an army of nurses, everyone, really. "'My headmaster came to take me back to my boarding school, "'but I didn't want to go.' "'Well, you can't stay down here forever,' said the porter. "'No,' replied the boy. "'He had run away without a plan "'and was beginning to realise he was in even deeper trouble for fleeing.' "'than he had been before. "'So this is really your home?' "'Yes, Mr Thomas, sir,' replied the porter. "'Look!' "'The man moved the candle around the room "'so the boy could see. "'I have everything I need right here.' "'The porter indicated a filthy-looking mattress "'lying on the floor in the corner. "'My bed. "'There is the cooker.' There was a tiny gas stove with a stack of tinned food next to it. Wardrobe? The porter pointed to a large cardboard box that had some crumpled clothes hanging in it. But why haven't you got a proper home? asked the boy. The man sighed deeply. This hospital is my home. I've been here. Since I was a baby. Back then the doctors tried operation after operation on me. What for? To try and make me look presentable. But none of them worked. I was a patient here for years and years. Then when I was getting too old for the children's ward, a job came up at the hospital and I took it. Just a simple job, moving things and people around. I was 16 then, and I've been here ever since. But if you took a job, then why didn't you find a place to live? Oh, I tried. The council helped me find a tiny one-bedroom flat in a block not far from here. But the problem is that sometimes folk think you're frightening because you look frightening. I couldn't get any peace there. Locals would paint horrible words on my front door, put nasty letters through my postbox telling me to go. They said I was frightening the children. I was shouted at, spat on, had a vicious dog set on me. One night when I was asleep, A brick smashed through my window, so I came back here and hid. Nobody ever knew I was living down here. This is my home. Tom's eyes glistened with tears. He felt sad, but he also felt guilty too. Just like so many other people, Tom had thought the worst of the porter, just for the way he looked. The boy stared round the porter's damp, dank room. It wasn't much, but it was a home, and it was more than Tom had. With his parents living abroad and him being bundled off to a boarding school, the boy never had anywhere he could call home. <laughs> it's not the Ritz Hotel, I know, but at least it was convenient for work. The man chuckled to himself, but... Now I've lost my job. I don't know where to go. If I had a home, I'd invite you to stay. Oh, that's very kind of you. But I'm sad to say I don't. They say home is where the heart is. Where is your heart, Tom? The boy thought for a moment before replying. I suppose with the children on the ward, And with Sally the most. Poor little lamb. She never got to have her dream come true. No? What about your mum and dad? What about them? Is your heart not with them? No, replied the boy quickly. They don't care about me. Oh, I'm sure they love you very much. And I'm sure they don't. They never call. They never write. I hardly ever see them. I'm sure they're thinking about you. Tom said nothing. (laughs) Look at the two of us, remarked the porter. A couple of lost souls, aren't we? I'm so sorry that you lost your job here at the hospital, said Tom. All of us on the children's ward were sorry. In fact, we had an argument over who was the most sorry. Did you now? Well, don't you worry yourselves about little old me. I knew what a risk I was taking helping the Midnight Gang. It was worth getting sacked for. Are you sure? Oh, yes, I'd do it all again just to see the smiles on all you children's faces over the years. But can't we just try and... Beg, strillers, to give you your... Before the boy could say another word, the w- porter whispered, "Sh!" The man pointed to the door. Tom listened. There were footsteps outside and the sound of metal doors being rattled. It, it must be the search party. They found me. Is there another way out? No. Nope. Oh no, we'll have to hide. Where? You conceal yourself in the cupboard and I'll hide under the bed. Tom climbed into the cupboard box while the porter pulled the mattress over himself. The candle hissed Tom. The porter blew it out just as the large metal door swung open. Clunk! The torchlight shone inside, moving slowly around the room. Tom didn't dare breathe as Matron and the headmaster stepped inside an army of angry-looking nurses behind them. Come out, come out wherever you are, hissed Matron. (gasps) Oh, my goodness, how scary. Well, I wonder if they'll find them. What do you think? I hope not. I hope they can stay down there. But we shall see, won't we? <laughs> anyway, um, tomorrow we may find out. Come back and join me. And until then, make sure that you take care and stay safe. See you all again tomorrow. Bye for now.